Hello and welcome to the Dr. Mumbi Show, Africa Watch. How are you doing? My name is Dr. Mumbi Saraki. Today we want to talk about Cameroon, how Bia has, I mean, has won the sham elections. Are we surprised? <sighs> Seriously, uh, I'll be telling you how he managed to, to you know, to rubber stamp and steal the elections like we didn't expect it. It's so obvious, but... Um, Tensions are high in Cameroon. I know there's a lot of Cameroonians that watch this show. I'd love to hear from you in the comment section about what you make, what next for Cameroon, what next for the, you know, Anglo-speaking Cameroon. Uh, but before all that, I'm grateful to every single person that has subscribed to the show. We continue growing by the grace of the Most High. Thanks to every single person that uh, leaves their comments. Don't forget to like and share this video. And thanks to every single person that donates through our PayPal account. I'm Amazing, amazing things happening here at the Dr. Mumbi Show, and it's all because of you. So, uh, yeah, two weeks ago, we had the Cameroon elections on October 7th. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of tension. There has been a lot of tension for the last year or so. Uh, I'll just let that helicopter go by. Like, really? Guys just flying in there, you know. Guys just flying in their choppers. Anyway, sorry guys, you know we do this live. We don't uncut, you know. Um, Bia was declared the winner yesterday evening, actually, of the Cameroonian elections. Uh, the turnout was about 54%, and only 10% of the Anglophone side actually showed up to vote. And 10% of 5 million people, and those 5 million people represent his opposition stronghold i'm not sure there's a few who would maybe have voted for him but they represent his you know opposition stronghold now how did bia do it we're not surprised he's been a dictator he's been in power for 36 years uh some are actually like they don't even understand how he came to power how he went from being you know the prime minister to the anointed president in waiting and he's now won another 70 you know anti 70 well you never know. He's now won another seven years, which means he's going to be in power until he's 92 years old. That's just sad. Imagine that's just, that's just sad. And, uh, you know, there was uh, two weeks of political tension. 18, 18 petitions against the uh, election were all rejected. They had claimed fraud and many other things, but um, they, were, they were rejected for lack of evidence. <laughs> and you know why there was a lack of evidence? <laughs> because the, the election results are not released till after the petitions are heard. <laughs> So any of the evidence that you need to show, okay, these here they voted like this, there they voted like that, here it was more than the, you know, the votes were more than the actual registered voters, you can't get access to that because the information is not released till after. <laughs> The petitions are heard, and this is one of the, uh, you know, one of the reasons. And you know what, a, uh, a Cameroonian brother did send me one of the sessions where, you know, the lawyers of Anglophone uh, were speaking in front of the Constitutional Review Council, whatever it's called, and very eloquent, very, you know, well spoken. But still, it's like pushing water uphill, really. And um, of course, the Constitutional Council of Cameroon did declare be a winner. Uh, they said he won by 71%.
uh, in nine of ten regions. Now, the guy who had declared himself the winner a few, like a week or so ago, his name is Kamto. I don't know if you guys had seen it. He actually released a press statement like three days after the elections. He came a distant second with 14% of the overall vote. I don't I mean it's such it's such a sham election. Of course the Constitutional Council of Cameroon, which is selected by Bia, every single one of them is selected and appointed by Bia, um, said the election was free and fair. And I don't know if you caught this, but a week like a week before or a few days before, there was some some mzungus, some white people. <laughs> Some Caucasoids, Caucasians, whatever you want to call them. They showed up. They actually held a press conference uh, in Yaoundé, the capital of Cameroon, and said that the election was transparent. It was one of the best events they've ever seen, best elections they've ever seen, free and fair, etc., etc. And they claim to be from Transparency International. Well, it has now emerged... <laughs> They went from Transparency International. They were just white people hired, brought in from Europe, from, from who knows where. Uh, Transparency International came out and said those were not their um, officials because they don't even have any presence in Cameroon. So can you be actually got some way fake white people, fake Caucasians, to come and say the, trans, you know, the elections were free and fair and uh, pretend they were Transparency International. I mean, wonders never cease. We'll be telling you what's happening in Cameroon as we speak right after this. Wake up, Africa! Hey family, how you doing? How's everything going? I pray that you're blessed. I am coming to America. Coming to America. <laughs> you know, every time I say coming to America, I remember that video with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I will be in America for the month of November. I said celebrating Thanksgiving, but and guys caught so many feelings. Mm, I'm not coming to celebrate Thanksgiving, but I will be there over the Thanksgiving holiday. For any bookings, if you'd like to, um, you know, fly me out and uh, to speak to you, your fam, you know, to family in any in any of the cities, go ahead and email my publicist. Uh, his name is Kellen. Kellen at Coleman PR Firm. Dot com. I look forward to seeing some of you out there. Mwah. Wake up, Africa! Welcome back to the Dr. Mumbi Show. Africa Watch, how you doing? Now, so Bia, 85-year-old, has won a second, well, no, I think it's like his seventh, sorry, not second, seventh presidential election. And he will be in power until he's 92 years old. Now, most Cameroonians have only known him only known him as a president and uh, because he came into power in 1986 he's been there for about 32 years he's gonna stay there till 2025 2025 seems so far 2025 he's well um, because there's a lot of tension in Cameroon a lot of people are fearing that uh, Cameroon could go into a civil war because the Anglophone side is sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, they were too afraid to come out and vote. As I mentioned earlier, only 5% of the 5 million Anglophone Cameroonians actually voted. Many of them had been displaced from their homes. Many of them had fought, you know, had faced all unspeakable violence, rape and torture. Um, several hundred, uh, several thousand, let's say 40 or 50,000 had actually escaped 
moved to Nigeria to avoid the violence. Many had also migrated out of the Anglophone region as there was um, a heavy police and army crackdown. So who knows? Will Bia be there till 2025? Will the Anglophonians just, you know, swallow it and, and just keep it moving? Um, there's a lot of people who have reached out who now fear that Cameroon could actually go into a civil war situation, who now fear that the Anglophonians and the, um, you know, separatists will say enough is enough and will now seek justice in other ways. So I just keep saying, let's keep praying for Cameroon. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what the solution is. I'd love to hear from Cameroonians on the ground. In fact, I'll be looking for one or two to interview uh, in the upcoming weeks. Now, you know, he, Bia has declared an effective system to make sure that he stays in power indefinitely. He wants to stay in power till he dies. And then, not even that, he wants to hand over power to his son. So he's like, he's the second longest serving president who's not, longest serving leader who's not a, a monarch. But he's trying to make Cameroon into a monarchy. And what he's done is there's been over the years, over the 36 years, there's been a systematic um, downtrodding and, um, you know, oppression of Anglophone, um, of the Anglophone speaking side of Cameroon. More and more they've left their, they've lost their identity as a Francophone. Um, system and French was imposed on them and the French way of life, French culture. Now, so not only, so his, the system he has developed, and this is why he won, not only does he appoint the Constitutional Council of Cameroon, which decides who be, and declares who will become president, he's also in charge of the, the army, the rapid intervention, and the presidential guard. They're all filled with his loyalists who have been there, you know, for over 15 years. The head of the army has been there for over 15 years and his, and his, is one of his BFFs, um, you know. And the last two, basically the presidential guard and the rapid intervention which is like the the police you know urgence report uh, patrol whatever um, they report to him directly he is not on the head of not only is the head of the army his BFF but also the head of the oil and gas company which is the highest earner in Cameroon is also his BFF has been there for over 15 years now he has been nicknamed the Sphinx and if you guys you know if you know Greek mythology the Sphinx was basically um, you know a winged monster which had a women's woman head and the lion's body the biggest and most famous sphinx is actually in Egypt uh, you know you've seen it it's one of those uh, tombs in Egypt and the story behind this is that uh, the Sphinx used, used to tell riddles. And when you got the riddle wrong, you were basically taken out. You were killed. And then one time, um, uh, there was a riddle that was finally answered. And the Sphinx committed suicide. But usually people, a person who is, a, who is mysterious, who is puzzling, who people can't figure out, um, is often referred to as a Sphinx. And that's why he's gotten his name, because he just moves in strange strange ways uh sorry guys you know it's raining here in nairobi looks like it's gonna start raining down so let me just so unfortunately tension is mounting in cameroon many of the cameroonians um are not happy with what happened uh you know and the thing is bia also has his diehards now what we saw in Cameroon, I've told you guys so many times that Bia is actually a Rosicrucian, um, you know, a Rosicrucian 
Mason, and he's a French puppet as well. And um, this, what we see in Cameroon is the spiritual damage of colonialism and linguistic and ethnic tribal division. He has become a master of empowering those who are for him and disempowering those who are against him. And this is, cop, you know, this is playbook African politics, playbook dictator, you know, memorandum operandi or whatever you call it. Now, you know, in 2012, there was a prophecy that was given that Sumats, that a tsunami would hit Cameroon. And we've seen the violence and the extrajudicial killings and the rapes. And many have feared that this was a tsunami that was going you know that was declared and that it might actually get much worse um and what's gonna happen what's gonna happen i just I, I really would like to hear from the cameroonians this is what we're getting from the media this is what we're getting from you know our sources of what's happening in cameroon uh, a lot of people knew he would declare himself but you know the anglophone uh, lawyers did and politicians tried to use the, me the, the 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 direct means you know the the constitutional means but they failed them what next for cameroon we're going to be keeping an eye out and we'll keep you posted right here on the dr mumbi show may the most high bless you and keep you and may he bless cameroon Mwah.